Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Trevor. And together, we're We're Occasionally Interesting, interesting. the podcast where a couple travels the world interviewing the most interesting people they meet along the way. Sometimes it will be sweet. Often entertaining. Rarely conservative. Frequently informative. Occasionally occasionally interesting. Occasionally interesting. Occasionally interesting. They are occasionally interesting. We have uh, a couple uh, standard questions oh, that we great. ask to every guest. That's all right. Yeah. Um, but, but wait, wait, first I have one more question. If you have any other like practical, in-the-moment tips for living the good life, living the wise life. Yes, it, it, it goes back to the thing that I told you about the focus on the question. For me... Your, your brain, your mind is constantly answering questions. So if you can control the question, you can control the output. And like I said, most people are unconscious about the question. Like, why is it not my fault? Why am I, why am I not wrong? Um, most people's conversations, I find, are very young conversations. Uh, it's, it's like a four and five-year-old. It's not fair. You know, why me? You know, all of these. And, and we grow up and we add all these accoutrements on top of them. But there's a couple of questions that are really good when you, when you notice that you're doing something and one of them is what's the age of my conversation yeah. because it's a very very powerful thing to ask yourself that and the reason that it's powerful is like I had a friend who was going to leave his girlfriend many years and he was just going to kind of abandon her just leaving a note and move out and I said you know how long have you been running away from home and he laughed and he said uh, since I was five um, with a little red wagon, put all my clothes, and I'm sobbing, and Mom, you're going to miss me when I'm gone. And he goes, geez, Craig, do we ever stop acting like kids? And I said, you want the good news or the bad news? And he goes, uh, what's the bad news? I go, no, no, we don't ever stop acting like kids. It's our original programming. It's foundational psychological constellations. It's there. It lives. It breathes in us. And he goes, oh, shit, what's the good news? I said, the good news is, as an adult, you can think I'm acting like a child. For a child, it's just the way it's occurring. So I love good questions. Um, I think you can get so powerful in your life when you're at cause of the question. So like a really good question for me is, What's the highest good in this moment? That's a powerful question. You know, how can I have this not be my fault? (laughs) It's a very unpowerful question. You know, what do I have to learn? How can I do better? How, How can I grow? Those are all great questions. How can I express my love? How can I get this person to know? You know, all of those... If you do that, your unconscious just will flood you with all this information that's just incredibly powerful. And you, you will create situations for yourself that, that were a, a, a billion individual, individual, excuse me, invisible hands will help you. you. You'll look back and go, how did I end up with that? You know, like, how did I get this house? How did I do, you know, it's like you look back and you, you set your goals and you set your ideas on what you want. And when you have them, you go, wow, this is so, how did I get here? And then you realize 
you asked some really good questions. I remember one time this guy was coming to fix my refrigerator. So, of course, I'm going to ask questions. That's what I like to do. So I said, so how do you make cold? And he got this kind of Cheshire Cat smile. And he goes, you know, you don't actually make cold. You take away heat and cold is what's left. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) And I think it's like that for us about flourishing. You clear away the bullshit. You clear away the the unproductive questions. You clear away um, trying to find someone to blame for your situation or something to blame. And you take responsibility. This world is made to work for us. This is our world. It's It's a different world for a dog. For human beings, this is billions of breedings. It's made to work if you can just clear the crap out of the way. One of my favorite Richard Bach quotes is, you don't want a million answers as much as you want a few forever questions. That's, that's beautiful. I love Richard Bach. Oh, my God. Uh, Illusions was one of my very first. You know, Jonathan Livingston Siegel and then Illusions. And... Uh, I, I just, uh, very, very powerful. Agreed, strongly. He's had a very big influence on our lives. Do you have an apple in your hand? Yeah, it shows. Okay. All right. Recreate it. <laughs> what is the most unrealistic thing you believe in? Oh, um, that I can do anything. What? If there was one behavior or action in the, you could get everyone in the world to do or stop doing, what would it be? Uh, compassion. For people to have compassion for themselves. Because to have compassion for others, you have to have compassion for yourself. And I think people are so hard on themselves. And then it just... You know, it's like at the end of one of my courses, I said... Talk to strangers. You'll find your life. And I really like to go deep on things. And it's like, if you look at it, like, if you tell kids and you believe that you have to be careful of strangers, look at what it's saying about yourself. Because to them, you're a stranger. So the deep structure is I can't trust myself because to them, I'm a stranger. And strangers are humans, and humans are dangerous, and I'm a human, so I'm dangerous. And it's like when I travel, I was, I was in Morocco with this young man, and we um, ran out of gas in the, in the Atlas Mountains. And he got all nervous. I said, you don't have to be nervous. And I said, he goes, well, we're in the middle of North Africa, and we've just run out of gas. I go, it's no problem. Travel angel. He goes, what? I go, travel angel. He goes, I go, here, I'll show you. So I stepped out on the road. We pulled over. And one car drove by, and I put my hand on my heart, and they drove by. And then the next car, I put my hand on my heart as the headlights saw me, and they pulled over. And was speaking no English at all. They understood we were out of gas. I gave them some money, and I asked them to bring back gas with, with you know, like hand motions. And he goes, Mike, what are you doing? I go, it's okay. And so they drove for half hour and then got gas, came back. So an hour later, they came back and they're trying to give me the change. And I'm like, no, no, keep it. And 
We put the gas in the car. We drove up, you know, half hour where the gas station was, where they got the gas. We, we had dinner, and we're leaving. And they've waited by the side of the road to give me back the money because they wouldn't keep the money. He goes, what's going on? I said, it's travel angels. I said, if you're willing to not be passive, if you're willing to keep your humanity and ask for help, people want to help you. And you can always be helped by strangers, but don't be passive about it. Keep your humanity. And the only rule is you have to be willing to be a travel angel for somebody. And I have had hundreds of travel angels and I've been a travel angel for people. And I've had, you know, maybe one or two slightly negative experiences with it. But as long as you keep your humanity, people want to help and you're giving them the joy of helping. And that's humanity. And you know, we have this idea that, oh, you can't trust people when people are out to get you. There are some bad people. This is my thing with traveling. I said, you know, if you're walking down a street in Madrid and you drop your wallet, the odds are somebody's gonna grab it and run after you. Because most people are very, very honest. But I said, thieves go to train stations. So, you know, careful at the train station, you know, pay a lot of attention, you know? So, and you know, when you're traveling, don't look like you don't know what you're doing. Carry yourself. You know, people tend to be aggressive or prey, you know, like you're either hunter or you're prey. And I always look like I know exactly, if I can be totally lost, but I'm not going to look like I'm lost because, and the other thing I say is, if you need help in a situation, like uh, if, if you're in a city and you need help from somebody, and I say this to young people, you pick them, you know, walk up to somebody that looks cool and say, hey, don't, you know, because if you wait for somebody to come to you, the odds are it's not going to be a problem, but your odds are better if you pick them. Yeah. That's good advice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what is the most annoying thing about people? Oh, uh, their sense of separation their sense that they're not part of uh, a whole, that it's not a humanity, like that, you know, I've got mine, you worry about yourself. Um, their short-sightedness. What is something that is really popular now, but in five years everyone will look back on and be embarrassed by? Our president. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> really hope so. What is your favorite thing about yourself? Oh, um, how much I love people. That's a good answer. Very good answer. What's your most embarrassing story from childhood? Oh my gosh. Um, being locked on the outside of a grocery store when, when my mom had told me to stay near and I went outside and got locked um, outside and caused a big scene in the grocery store. And when my mom caught me she said you're gonna get it when you get home and I grabbed hold of the guy trying to take the groceries out's leg and saying my mom is gonna beat me please don't please don't let her and she was getting more and more upset and then still embarrassing oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what is the book that has most influenced your life wow okay um, illusions by Richard Bach Nice. Great answer. Fantastic answer. Try to get everyone on here to read Richard Bach. 
what life practices do you do to keep yourself sane and balanced? Oh, I, I walk. I walk a lot. Yeah, I walk and, and really enjoy walking. And um, I stay connected with my friends and family. What is the most environmentally friendly thing you do and or would like others to do? Hmm. Most inf- would like others to do. Um, take care of the forests. Hmm. And um, I, I promote that and, and believe in that. Why do people do small talk? Uh, because they're afraid of deep talk. Why are they afraid of deep talk? Because they're afraid of actually having people realize how insecure they are. Hmm. It's like we have this thing, like there was an old joke about, a, I would never belong to a country club where they would accept someone like me as a member. So we always have this secret fear that if people really knew what we were like, they wouldn't like us. <laughs> we got lights going off. We got, we got people showing up. Thank you so Thank much. You. It was such a pleasure, really. It's our you. pleasure. Blessings. <laughs>